With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In the Zone is back from commercial break, and it's time to be enlightened. Let's head to the hotline where TV superstar from West 2 News, Darren Stoltzfus, is standing by. We'll do it live! Back to you, Brandon. Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News, making his first in the zone appearance in 2024. Let that sink in, Darren. Welcome to the show and Happy New Year. Well, thank you. Happy New Year to you as well. Uh, how was your holiday season? If if you were to grade it like it was a like a recruit coming out of high school trying to latch on to a college, what kind of star rating would you give your holiday break? See, I've got a I've got a wife that's eight months pregnant. I've got a three and a half year old and a two year old, and we drove in the car ten hours each way to Tennessee. So I'm going to go with a three star. I'll be positive, uh, but I'll give it a three star. Yeah, that a doesn't performing three star. Maybe maybe one of those you know three stars at Virginia Tech that is really really plugged in. You know, they they give you a good career, but hmm. just up against a lot major pro potential though. Even though you have the three stars, <laughs> no, not quite. Yeah, to call that, I mean, to call that a break, I think would probably be a stretch, but uh, kudos to you for surviving it. Let's start with the biggest event in college football from these past two days. Undoubtedly, a human-sized Pop-Tart popping out of a toaster. Was it everything and more at the Pop-Tart Bowl? Oh, it was. Uh, Rest in pieces, Strawberry. What a performance just from the Pop-Tart's marketing team. I mean, Last year we had Prince Chedward and Ched Z on the scene because we had two Cheez-It Bowls. Uh, but the Pop-Tarts Bowl, man, they, they really filled that void uh, when the Cheez-It brand went over to the Citrus Bowl. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Rest in pieces. That's great. The attendance for these games were not all that impressive. Is that, is that a problem or is that sort of common for these Citrus Bowl games at this point, just given where we are in the landscape of bowl games in general? I think a lot of it deals with the matchups. You know, last year we had Oklahoma, Florida State in what was, would have been this year, the Pop-Tarts Bowl, and it was sold out. I mean, that was a great crowd, um, fantastic environment. Uh, But this year, the the Citrus Bowl really did kind of feel like it was buried a bit. I think that's, you know, partly because we had the two, you know, semifinal games later in the day. Um, But I don't think it's an issue for anyone that, you know, is, is cutting the checks because it's a TV program now. And, whether you like that or not, it really is made more for television and for ESPN programming and, you know, filling that hole on ABC on New Year's Day. So it's still achieving that goal. Um, I just, you know, you got to find a way to, to get these guys to play in these games. And I think a lot of the, maybe some bowl fatigue just because of all the opt-outs and, and what we saw, um, you know, down there in South Florida, that couldn't have helped anything. Um, but it, it's just, I, I think it'll be okay because with the 12-team playoff, you're going to have games that, that matter. And outside of the top 12 you know, teams, how many opt-outs did we really see? I know Tennessee didn't have Joe Milton yesterday and a couple other guys, but um, it, it, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to survive because there's too much money behind it. FSU got, speaking of opt-outs, geez, uh, FSU got blasted out of the water by Georgia. 
Is that more embarrassing for FSU, just given the result, 60-point loss, or or for the game of college football? So if you had to nail one, who is it more embarrassing for, the game of college football or Florida State's program? It's more on college football. Uh, Kirby Smart said it after the game in the press conference. Look, we got to fix this. And changes are coming. He acknowledged that. But it was awful, Brandon. I was there. You know, that it replaced the worst football game I'd ever seen, which was the ACC championship game became uh, the Orange Bowl. And that's not a slight to Florida State because they won one of those games. Um, but, you know, when it's a 14 nothing game and you have four chances at the end zone inside the five and you end up kicking a field goal, that's when the red flag flies. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And that's because they weren't in that position again for the rest of the game. And it was ugly. It, nobody wanted to be in that position. Georgia didn't want that. Florida State didn't want that. The fans didn't want that. You know, I, I feel bad for, you know, whoever was buying those hotel rooms and tickets and taking the time to travel down there wearing the garnet and gold, honestly. That was just um, – it wasn't the Florida State team that went 13-0, and obviously. Too many guys were missing, almost 30. But that was just ugly. They, they've got to fix the calendar. They've got to do something. Who cares when the spring semester starts in January with the transfer window? I – this is this is broken, and we have to fix it. Is there any blame to be thrown the way of Mike Norvell for not being able to rally his guys the way that Kirby did? You know, that, that was a common thought out there on social media. I don't know that I can get there in terms of ripping Mike Norvell, but I do think it shows the difference in where those programs are, where Mike Norvell built up a team for a season, and Kirby Smart has built a program. Uh, but he's also been there at it longer. Of, Where do you land yeah. on that? There's a lot of program culture that goes into that because Georgia, you know, everybody that was healthy played. And they probably had a handful of guys that maybe would have played through some injuries if it was a regular season game or, or an SEC championship type game that sat. So it's not, you know, nobody's perfect. But once the ball started rolling at Florida State and guys were opting out, it was a unique situation. Uh, Norvell called it a perfect storm in South Florida because you do have the disappointment of being left out after a perfect season. You do have your quarterback who's already been injured in a gruesome way just a couple games before that. And then you have all of these players who came back for their senior season or came back for an extra year of college football to play for a national championship. And they had that taken away from them, not by anything they did wrong. You know, they didn't lose any games. So I think that disappointment added and added and added up to, uh, you know, what happened. And you're going to have a lot of transfers from a place like that. You know, it's not atypical. Um, but I think some blame has to go on the program. I did ask, you know, hey, was there any thought given just not as a program just opting out? And I know some fans wanted a boycott of this game. They didn't want it. Uh, he said no, absolutely not. Um, but I also asked what it was like to walk into that game knowing how shorthanded they were. And he gave the, the coach speak of you believe in your guys, you believe in, in – you, you can win any game you play in. No, I mean, not in that not in that situation. But I'm sure there's enough blame to go around to everybody, which is a terrible answer. But culture does have something to do with it, that's for sure. We're talking to Darren Stoltzfist. He's the sports director over West 2 News. Michigan-Washington now in the college football playoff final. We'll see that one next Monday night. Do you like that as, um, as a national championship? Are you, are you yes, psyched about it? Um, you know, I'm probably going to – I'm a product of the Southeast. I'm not going to lie. So I may not pay as much attention to it as if it was Alabama-Texas or a rematch of that game. But I think it's huge for the Big Ten, obviously, because those two teams are going to be in the Big Ten next year. Um, it's the final game for the Pac-12. It's that historical Rose Bowl matchup, Pac-12-Big Ten. There's a lot to sell about this. 
Uh, but for me personally, no, it doesn't get me going as much as if it was an SEC team. I'm, look, I'm happy it's not an SEC-SEC showdown. Like, we don't need Alabama-Georgia playing for a national title every year. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with not having that. But, no, it's two undefeated teams. There's a lot to get excited about. I think you nailed it because I was trying to wrap my head around why I'm not excited about this national championship game. And I, I think it's just the fact that ever since I've been a college football fan, I've lived in the Southeast and I'm, I'm so used to certain brands <laughs> being a part of this, this game and the lead up, the build up to it. And it does, it's so strange. And I know that I sound like such a bad football fan when I say it. <laughs> These teams are undefeated. They're unbelievable. They have star quarterbacks. And for whatever reason, I, I'm going to watch it, I'll enjoy it, but yeah, it falls a little flat to me in terms of the anticipation for it. But if Georgia was you know, going for a third straight title, I, I would have Georgia fatigue. You know, We had those stretches where Alabama and Clemson were playing seemingly every year. I, I, you know, I got tired of that matchup as well. These are two new brands. You know, Washington had never won a playoff game. Michigan had never won a playoff game. There were two great games yesterday. We should be very excited about this. I, I don't know what our problem is. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I completely agree. I gotta, I'm, maybe I'll figure out a way. Uh, r- real quick, before we let you go, a couple of other things. K.J. Jefferson commits to UCF. This feels massive, a Cam Newton-style player in Gus Malzahn's system. Is this sort of best-case scenario in terms of what they could have done in the portal to fix the the quarterback void left by John Rice Plumley? Yeah, if Gus Malzahn could have drawn up the type of quarterback he wanted, I, I think you nailed it. I don't know that I would call him Cam Newton-esque just because that's putting a heck of a lot on a player, but I think this also uh, you know, cements in people's minds. Like, look, this is not UCF in the AAC. This is a guy who was playing in the SEC, starting a quarterback at Arkansas, and he's not making a downward transfer. He's transferring laterally to the Big 12. You know, This is an opportunity that a lot of guys are going to be taking advantage of because who doesn't want to be in Orlando? Look, I'm walking in today, and I'm like, uh, it's, this is as cold as we need to get. It's, you know, 65, 60 degrees, I'm good with this. Like, a lot of people don't get to experience that all year. Plus, there's the whole football aspect that they can offer out there in East Orlando. But, no, I think this is absolutely monster for the offense out there at UCF and uh, for Gus Malzahn, too, because he didn't have a ton to sell other than playing time, I would think. You know, that. The way the season ended was was better than it was in the middle. We'll put it that way. But um, this is a huge building block for them going into year two in the Big 12. Darren Stoltzfus, sports director over at West 2 News. Make sure to throw him a follow on Twitter, at Darren Stoltzfus. Glad you made it back alive from the family trip. And I uh, look forward to getting back on the horse here in 2024. Always fun chatting with you. Always enjoy it. Thanks, Brandon. Darren Stoltzfus, ladies and gentlemen, coming up around the bend, our first four things. We've got news on the new version of spring football and how we in this town have been left out completely. All of that coming up next. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.